is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. Chris Gunty of the Catholic Review. Today on Catholic Review Radio, we'll be looking at the legacy of Dante Barksdale, who worked with Safe Streets in Baltimore before being shot to death in January 2021. Dante, who was known as Tater, is the focus of a new documentary film, Dante Barksdale's Last Act. We will talk today on Catholic Review Radio with three of the key people featured in that film. Daniel O'Connor, a friend of Dante's, who is founder of Panacea Media, which produced the film. And Daniel is going to be joined by Kenyatta Gerald, the mother of a child whom Dante accidentally killed when he was run over with a car Dante was driving. In our second segment, we will talk with Daniel and Terry Abbott, whose son was also killed by a car and who was inspired by Dante and Yachty's story. Dante Barksdale's last act is a story about the twists and turns of life and how some of the things we do lead to reconciliation and redemption. Welcome to the show, Daniel and Yachty. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Dante spent some time in prison, but that's not what defined his life. When he got out, he became a peacemaker as part of the Safe Streets Baltimore. Daniel, can you tell us a little bit of Dante's story? Yeah, so, you know, we started doing this work in Baltimore over three years ago, and and Dante was one of the first people that I met. And um, he's, you know, such a big believer in the themes that we share, forgiveness, understanding through dialogue, and really helping to spread healing throughout the city. And um, so, as you mentioned, he was a peacemaker, turned his life around, and really just devoted his life to helping to heal the city in any way that he could. And, you know, just really, you know, late last year, we had been sharing all these stories around healing, and he reached out to me and said, Dan, you know what, I I finally have my own story of healing that I can share. And um, we put it out there, and we, we, we welcomed her in there, and and the city loved, really, really loved the story, and they were really deeply moved and, and deeply inspired. And, yeah, so that, that's, that's, that's how I know Dante. Okay, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. How did that accident in 2002 that killed your three-year-old son, Leon, how did that change your life? It changed my life dramatically. Um, like, um, at first, I was in denial of the situation and going back and forth with, you know, fighting with my mental, because I couldn't believe it. But um, as time went on, I healed, and which I am so proud of, because I was able to also heal Dante, and at the same time to forgive him. So that that really like changed my life. Yeah. How did you come to that point, almost 20 years later, where you were able to forgive Dante for the accident? Just healing within myself. Um, Finding out my, you know, getting into my spirituality and just asking God to um to lead the way, and that's what He led me to. And I'm so I'm so glad I did what I did, and my life's been changed ever since. Like I, that's the biggest thing I ever did in my life was to forgive somebody that took someone from me so dearly. Mhm. And what did that reconciliation end up meaning for you? Did that help you? 
a lot. It helped me a lot. It um, helped Dante a lot. He was smiling more. He was, um, you know, wanting to be out in the streets to, to pass on what we had done to other people. And it was just a big thing. It was like a whole life, uh, a life-changing situation for me, him, and everyone else that wanted to, you know, forgive people that done anything to him that, you know, they didn't mean to do it, and he didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. Daniel, from what you know of Dante, what did Yadi's forgiveness mean for him? Well, you know, uh, I've never experienced this type of tragedy, but I do know what I was told from others and what I hear from others. And basically, you know, this was his biggest source of pain for years, just just, just, just um, carrying that around with him um, was just was painful for him and just, you know, um, he thought about that that young boy every day, and um, he just he said, you know, when when she expressed her forgiveness to him, it just it lifted so much pain from him, and um, you know, I mean, I can only imagine what that's like. Um, but he just felt said he just felt so much lighter and freer and at peace, just because, I mean, she's also a very dear friend to him as children, you know, and. Um, you know, Yadi meant a lot to him. Um, and so, um, you know, and look, you know, we share similar stories across Baltimore about people who are carrying around pain for a long time. And just to be able to release that is, is such a healing and peaceful experience. I would think so. I would think, you know, when we look at the violence in, in our city, in any city, really, uh, where, you know, people are killed and their lives are taken away, I can imagine there's a lot of, loved ones and family members who are carrying around a lot of resentment and, and other pain. How does something like this help other people see that pain can be healed? I think because it came from someone that experienced it and they look at it and say, well, God, like she can do it. I can do it. You know, it took her 20 years, but time doesn't mean anything. You know, it Uh, takes time to, to heal. And I think when they seen that me and Dante did that, everybody got inspired, like, oh, my God, I want to do that. And they start reaching out to me, Dante, and Dan, and, and it just, oh, I'm getting chills telling you. It, it just spread it across the world. And, and if that's something that I was put here to do as an empath, then that's what I shall do, heal people, because I want everybody to forgive. There's no need to walk around with burdens on your back like that. It hurts. You talked about faith a little bit earlier, about faith being a, a real important part of this. About How does your faith uh, tie in to this sense of, of reconciliation and redemption? Believing in God and believing in what God put in your soul for you to do and to, um, just to be the good person. And I just had to figure that out after so many years. And once I started doing my praying and my spirituality and everything just started coming into one piece. And I wanted to tell him that before, you know, he passed away that I really truly forgave him, but I had, it had to take time. And I think that was the right time and I did it. It helped me and it helped him and I helped yeah, you, other people. You had no idea that a couple of months later he'd be dead himself, right? That was so wow. Then I was questioning myself again, like, wow, what 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 was that about God? But you know, it's um 
it's all written already. I just was glad to be able to do what I did to help him so he can be able to be at, at peace with that situation, at least, because I know he carried it for years as well as I did. So, Daniel, what inspired you to make the film Dante Barksdale's Last Act? Yeah, so, you know, look, um, I've been doing this, sharing similar types of stories in Baltimore for a uh, few years now with Panacea. And, you know, every time we put out these types of stories, you know, um, it, so many people gain inspiration. And you see it through the comments, you know, so many people reaching out to us, wanting to share their own stories. And, um, you know, just hundreds and hundreds of comments, you know, of people just talking about how deeply moved they are and how deeply inspired, how much healing they got through this, you know. And, um, but the other thing was, you know, with this particular situation, um, you know, not only did people in Baltimore gain inspiration, but you had a, a woman, you know, on, in a neighboring city, you know, Terry, who was able to gain so much inspiration through this, where she was able to get through such a major tragedy in, in her life through their inspiration. And, you know, so it really just shows how, how much we can inspire others through our own examples. And I guess, you know, the last thing is, you know, just so much of the media that we take in on a daily basis doesn't inspire us. In fact, some, a lot of it really depresses us and brings out fear and anxiety and all these negative emotions. So it's, it's so nice to come across a story that can inspire us to find healing in ourselves. Um, and this is a big part of what keeps me motivated. That's awesome. And we're going to have a chance to talk with that woman after the break. So after the break, we're going to talk some more about the documentary film, Dante Barksdale's Last Act and the Story of Redemption. We've been talking this segment with Daniel O'Connor, a friend of Dante, and Kenyatta Yadi Gerald, who was integral to the reconciliation that happened shortly before Dante's own life was taken by gun violence. Thanks so much for being with us today, Daniel and Yadi. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for having us. This is Chris Dunty, and you're listening to Catholic Review Radio. Join us after the break. Archdiocese of Baltimore makes the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese's efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org accountability. Catholic news from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. St. Elizabeth Rehabilitation and Nursing Center received one of its highest approval ratings from clients during the year of the pandemic, according to an annual survey by the Maryland Healthcare Commission. When asked in the survey about the COVID-19 pandemic, 98% of families felt they received timely information from the Catholic Charities of Baltimore facility. 98% were very or extremely positive about how St. Elizabeth responded during this challenging time. Newsweek also recognized the center just south of Ascension St. Agnes Hospital as St. Elizabeth ranked number 11 in its America's Best Nursing Homes 2021. 
the publication ranked the top 400 nursing home facilities from 20 states based on performance data, peer recommendations, and the facility's handling of the COVID-19 threat. For more on the story, visit catholicreview.org. Older people are not leftovers to be discarded. Rather, they continue to be precious nourishment for families, young people, and communities. Pope Francis said in the homily he wrote for the Mass marking the first World Day for grandparents and the elderly. Let us ask ourselves, have I visited my grandparents, my elderly relatives, the older people in my neighborhood? Have I listened to them? Have I spent time with them? The Pope said in his homily, which was read aloud at the Mass by an Italian archbishop. Let us protect them so that nothing of their lives and dreams may be lost. May we never regret that we are insufficiently attentive to those who loved us and gave us life, the homily said. The Mass July 25th was celebrated at St. Peter's Basilica with about 2,000 people in attendance, including multi-generational families, older people, and their caregivers. Pope Francis, who had colon surgery July 4th, did not preside over the Mass as he was still undergoing normal convalences according to the Vatican Press Office. The Pope, however, did give his Angelus address and lead prayer at noon the same day. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. Retired Pope Benedict XVI has criticized representatives of the Catholic Church in his home country, Germany. As long as only the ministry, but not the heart and the spirit, speak in official church texts, the exodus from the world of faith will continue. He wrote in response to questions submitted by a German magazine. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm Sarah Travelos. With inviting surroundings, complete independence, and an unmatched quality of life, Mercy Ridge is the unparalleled choice for your retirement lifestyle. It's a way of living that promotes an active, healthier life. Located in Timonium, Maryland, Mercy Ridge Continuing Care Retirement Community features a beautifully landscaped 32-acre campus. The grounds, dining, and recreational amenities and residences are designed to provide a gracious lifestyle and a variety of exciting activities. Visit MercyRidge.com. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. We're back on Catholic Review Radio. We're talking about the documentary film Dante Barksdale's Last Act with Panacea Media founder Daniel O'Connor. In this segment, we're joined by Terry Abbott, who was inspired by Dante's story of reconciliation. Terry, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. In the documentary, we heard your pain about the accident that killed your son, Timothy, while he was out running in your neighborhood in Washington, DC. What inspired you to forgive the man who hit your son with his car? Um, well, first what inspired me, me being a body of Christ. And if I'm a body of Christ and a believer of the word, I have to honor the word. And if God forgives me for many of things and many mistakes that I have did throughout my life, life of living why not honor and give back to people that do things uh i'm a forgiving woman i'm a woman of forgiveness let's just say that and i'm a true believer of forgiveness what inspired me um the most is when i seen the video that i seen from on daniel's um platform of Dante and Yachty, I seen them and I listened to the message and it was so much 
emotion, but it was also a lot of love and inspiration that I received from it. If they was walking around, I said to myself, wow, if they walking around for 20 years with these feelings of hatred or emotion that have accumulated over 20 years and they can forgive one another and my son life only been taken a few months, I can forgive too. And looking at the video and listening to them, I just pray to God for using that platform to give me some type of closure in the death of losing my son. And he did. Only thing I wanted for Christmas was to have the closure from the accuser that accidentally took my son's life. And I say accidentally because things happen. Accidentally, I don't think it was intentionally because they didn't know each other um, for it to be intentionally and things like that. And when my sister approached me, when I did the platform that I did with Daniel and I shared it with my sister and I told her don't share it out. And she seen that I was pleading out for the community to help me reach this young man that took my son's life away. Um, she reached out to him. She stated that she went past his house, and but she didn't have enough courage to go knock on his door. And that would have been a wrong thing because she didn't know what was behind the door. So she reached out to him by phone. And by her reaching out to him by phone, it um, gave her the opportunity to share with him that my sister, the life that you took of my nephew, his mother is grieving. And she's pleading to the community that she want to meet with you and he broke down and stated that he would meet with me and I called him and I just say to God be the glory that was my Christmas gift and that was my New Year's resolution is for me to have closure and not just have closure but give him the total whole of forgiveness and heal myself as I go through this life loss of losing my son because every day is different some is greater than others um, and I say that because even in the bad days, I still make it greater. And I know what the emotions is coming from. And I'm not going to let the trick of the enemy use that to move me in any type of direction or to have any type of ill feelings to the heart towards anybody. Because accidents do happen. Yeah, there's a, there's a very emotional scene in Dante Barksdale's last act where you and the driver meet with a, a facilitator. and and you say that, and he asked for your forgiveness. And you said to him, and this is very powerful for me, you said, I already forgave you. I forgave you already. And that to me just said that you had already kind of processed through that. And you'd realized that that was a gift you could give him and yourself. And that was, that was very powerful. What did that meeting mean for you? It was very important for me to meet with Jeffrey, the accuser of my son, to find out what really did happen because I was going to sleep with, my nights was sleepless and it was sleepless because me rolling and playing the crime scene that was told to me and reading the report, it was missing things that wasn't adding up. And a detective told me on June the 9th that Jeffrey wanted to meet me and he told me, I said, well, okay, I will meet with him. And he said, well, I told him it's not a good time right now. I became a little angry and agitated because that was my son that I carried in the womb. 
And therefore you can't dictate nor put time on when it's a good time for me to speak to someone that took my child life away. And the reason why it was important for me to speak to him right then and there, because like I said, when they knocked on my door, they said an accident. My son was in a tragic accident. What more can explain from an accident? I had to forgive him. I forgave Jeffrey before I even met him. You took my son like June the, June the 8th. I forgave you on June the 9th. Very good. And I told the detective, when you talk to him or get in contact, let him know that I forgave him and I'm willing to speak with him. That's me. Because I forgave Jeffrey. And I say that because I sat down and talked to Jeffrey. I didn't read this from no documentations from the court. It wasn't no written statement. It was verbal from face to face. I actually physically con touched this man. I hugged this man. I forgave this man in his in person. And I received his story. I appreciate him wholeheartedly from the time that him stand on the scene, him calling the police. He did everything by law that was right by God. Mm -hmm. So what more can I do but not to forgive him? Right. Terry, you talked about how Timothy was your friend, as well as somebody who prayed with you and, and inspired you. Will Timothy's story of his life and death, but mostly about his life, will that inspire other people? Oh, oh most definitely. Most definitely, because Timothy, his groomness and his wisdom came from the mother that's sitting right here talking to you. Absolutely. It, that's, that's when I look at my children, I see me. That's like I said, I was a single mother of four children and I really wasn't single because God provided everywhere that of their life. He, he knew what I can take on and Timothy wasn't just my son. He wasn't just my friend. Timothy was my mentor. Timothy was my coach. It wasn't always like this. My son gave me the greatest talk that a father or any man that believes or love a, a, that female image that's before them. Hey, amen. And he sounds like an impressive young man. Oh, he definitely was. Daniel, several religious organizations supported the making of this documentary, including the Archdiocese of Baltimore, Catholic Charities of Baltimore, the Upiah Zen Center, New Beginnings Ministries, Church of Jesus Christ in Baltimore, and the Baltimore Jewish Council. Why did faith groups get involved in this project? You know, we've been doing this work in Baltimore for a few years, sharing these types of stories around forgiveness and healing and compassion and understanding through dialogue. And, you know, it should have occurred to us earlier um, because so many of the people who follow the page and coming in and sharing their stories are people of faith. And then earlier in the year, as we're building, as we're getting ready to release the story, we said, wow, you know, this is a no brainer, you know, because these themes in these stories are consistent, you know, across all of different faiths out there, you know, compassion, healing, forgiveness, you know, understanding. And so um, it, it, it wasn't even a difficult conversation, you know, with a lot of these groups that we presented the story to, it was like a no brainer. Yeah. That this is, this is right up our alley and the world needs more stories like this. Daniel talked in the documentary about the ripples of forgiveness that are coming from Dante's last act. What happens now with Dante's death and, and, and maybe both of you can address this, can this story of peacemaking and reconciliation continue? Well, what I would say is, you know, we just shared this story across this, mostly Baltimore. I mean, it's, it's been seen in other areas, but just being seen there, you know, so many people are so deeply influenced and inspired. You know, a bunch of people reached out to us directly saying, wow, this, this video inspired me to forgive someone who caused me so much hurt. Right. Just seeing this 
this video helped me to heal so much. And we brought some of those people in and we interviewed them just to share their testimonies, you know? And so, you know, this type of work is so inspiring and there's so many people out there holding on to so much pain. And, and some people don't even consider this alternative, you know, like, wow, if I, if I sit down with this person who brought me so much pain, if I forgive this person who brought me so much pain, some people don't even think to do that. And, and when you put it in front of them, it's, it's, wow, yes, this is what I need. And, and so, you know, that's, you know, my initial thoughts and, and, and Terry, you're you know, welcome to jump in as well. Well, as I say again, forgiveness is healing. Who, who don't want to heal? I mean, I know there is a lot that believe that being broken is the to-go thing to do, but it's not. And I'm glad that I was already in a healing segment with my life before my son's death. And I believe that's what gave me the ability to be able to be strong and sit and do this and put it out here to share. I'm not doing this for no fame or nothing. Healing is really needed. Like it's, it's forgiveness. And when I was able to ask God to forgive any wrongness that ever happened over my life, I'll start receiving the, the healing process of it. And it's a beautiful feeling. I'm going to keep sharing my son's message. I'm going to keep, I was doing it, not just for my son. People come up to me and whatever, I just say, God, use me as your way. Use me as your will, whatever way. And put those words, implant those words in me to speak out, to fill somebody else's basket. So this is what's needed in the community. We just went through a whole pandemic, mm -hmm. a whole pandemic. And who wouldn't want to forget? Who wouldn't want to be grateful and thankful that they're still here? and things like that. Amen. Thank you so much. We have been talking today with Daniel O'Connor, founder of Panacea Media, which produced the documentary Dante Barksdale's Last Act. We also talked with two inspiring mothers, Kenyatta Gerald and Terry Abbott, about the ability to forgive and to bring redemption and reconciliation to others. Terry, Daniel, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. This is Chris Gunty of the Catholic Review. And you've been listening to Catholic Review Radio. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.